Hello everyone, welcome to a special episode of SIDcast. I'm your host, David Gibson, and we're here at Cosida. Yeah, that was kind of a short notice type of thing. Uh, first, I just before I get to any housekeeping thing, I just want to give a special thank you to uh, Ira Thor and all the members of Cosida who reached out and, and asked me to do uh, present, presenting over podcasting with John Rubin. Uh, the associate, uh, I don't know, he had a long title, John's a great guy, uh, he's part of Gator Tales podcast at the University of Florida. So we got together and we had a lot of fun yesterday. Uh, for those of you that could be there, it was nice to meet you. I know I got to meet a couple of the fans and uh, I got to meet some former guests that I didn't see at all Sunday, Monday, but then once Tuesday rolled around, now I can't stop seeing them. So that's, that's I guess that's how things work. But um if you weren't there, it's sad to miss you, but we'll catch you hopefully sometime in the future. And as always, uh, feel free to just reach out. I mean, the, I'm the most approachable guy even on social media. People seem to do it all the time. So uh, some housekeeping stuff. Let's get to it. Thank you all for downloading, subscribing. Uh, rating and reviewing is pretty important. We're up to two rates and reviews now. One of them is my former roommate. I don't know if that counts, but the other one is Jason Bryant. And he gave a little shout out. So thanks, Jason. I know that you're a avid listener of the podcast. I wish you could have been here. And um, yeah, thanks for that shout out. I forgot to tell you that I listened to your episode the other day. Uh, follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook using backslash sports infocast. You can also subscribe to us uh, not only on iTunes, but on SoundCloud. Uh, and our new logo is just out. And I want you guys uh, sort of kind of an engagement type of thing. Tell me what you think. Uh, I worked really hard on that. Um, Personally, it looked more pink when I got it on social media, Sterling, but it is one of more purple, but you know, it's whatever. My guest today, uh, he and I are going to go through our days at Cosider. Um, this is Sterling Randall. He is a graduate assistant for the University of Southern Miss in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. So this is both of our first Cosider. So uh, Sterling, I just want you to go through kind of it, and briefly, I know that you've had how old are you? Twenty six. Yeah, twenty six. Yeah, you're twenty six. You've had quite a bit of time in professional <laughs> sport. So, how did you um, one get into professional sport and two get into not only Cosida but the sports information profession? Yeah. Well, first, it's awesome to be here talking with you, and then I met you here. Uh, we were talking about it last night at the social, but I DM'd David just a couple of months ago because I stumbled on the podcast through searching SID in the Apple Podcast app. And I downloaded it and I shot him a DM and I was like, hey, this is awesome. I get to hear experiences from people who have experiences similar to mine. Um, and that's how I met a lot of other SIDs, followed them on Twitter, and then I got to meet them at the convention. Um, but uh, to, to talk about it very briefly, uh, I grew up around sports and sports communications. My dad owned a hockey publication um, and did a lot of other communications type things with hockey, uh, produced shows on ESPN and ESPN2. Um, but uh, I, when I went to college, I knew I wanted to do something in communications. Uh, thought it was advertising. Uh, didn't that didn't really work out. Right, yeah. Um, went on a two-year mission for my church, uh, was away for, from sports uh, for a really long, for, for like I said, those two years. Uh, came back, thought I wanted to be a doctor. Uh, then I found out you have to be good at school uh, to be a doctor. Um, but then uh, kind of like lucked into finding about, about journalism, and that was kind of what I was resisting doing because that's what my dad did. Um, and that's actually what my dad teaches at the school. I, I went to BYU and that's what my dad teaches. And so, you know, I didn't want to be taught by my dad. Anyhow, uh, I got a internship at the Anaheim Ducks minor league affiliate in Salt Lake, 
which is about 50 miles north of BYU. Um, you know, went in there for an interview on Wednesday and or Tuesday, and then my next game was on Thursday or Friday, <laughs> and I had no idea what I was doing. Um, the my first boss, Adrian Denny, um, that guy is awesome. Um, he helped me so much, and uh, you know, he is. Uh, when you first meet him, he's kind of scary just because he's very stern and he's very stone-faced. But when you get to know him, uh, really loving, really friendly, really hilarious guy. So he gave me my first kind of taste of sports information. Uh, from there, I uh, emailed BYU at the end of the first season that I had with the, with the Utah Grizzlies. And I said, hey, uh, I love sports information. I'd love to work for you guys. And uh, they said, sorry, we already have our interns for the next year. Right, yeah. And I was like, oh, dang, what am I going to do? So um, I emailed um, a bunch of other either communication directors um, I hadn't emailed a whole ton of college people, but uh, I mostly stuck with professional um, teams because I thought I wanted to work in professional sports. And um, uh, um, someone from the Cowboys, uh, Joe Trahan, uh, actually told me about Teamwork Online. And so uh, went to Teamwork Online, registered, um, applied for a bunch of internships, and I don't know how I lucked out in getting one, but I landed an internship at the uh, Washington Redskins, uh, worked for Tony Wiley, um, Zena Lewis, um, uh, Ross Taylor, uh, she's not there anymore, Alexa Grievous, and met a whole bunch of other uh, uh, awesome interns. Uh, after interning there, I applied for more internships. I lucked out with another internship <laughs> with the Charlotte Hornets. Um, uh, I was working directly under Brian Travis, who's the comms uh, director there, basketball comms director there. And uh, it was it was it was awesome. Um, I was there uh, during the 15-16 season, so when they made the playoffs, and it was it was awesome. Uh, and Charlotte is just a, is an amazing town. Anyhow, so uh, after that internship ended, I went back to BYU, finished my last semester, um, and then after graduation, I applied for a million uh, postgraduate positions, internships, and whatnot. Uh, ended up landing at Southern Miss, um, where I just finished my first year as a graduate assistant. I'm the main contact for women's basketball, which I love, and, and women's golf, which I had no idea how much I loved golf until I started working with it. Yeah. Um, and then uh, everybody helps out with football, and then I've also had the well, was privileged to help out with uh, baseball, and we made a run in the NCAA tournament this year. And uh, unfortunately, that came up short. But yes, um, we won't talk about that. Yeah, we won't talk about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We've, we've talked about it plenty enough before, but um, uh, I wanted to go back to something you said, and, yeah. and the first night that we met, you, mm-hmm. me, and James. Uh, we went to Shake Shack, and you said that women's basketball is like your favorite sport. Yes. I want to know, like, what's the craze? Because there are some people that they love it, and some people really despise it. And I haven't really met anybody that have like a little gray area. But I know that a ton of of not only you know sports fans but male sports yeah. fans that just absolutely love basketball. So what what is the appeal? So to preface it, I'm a big fan of the Rosillo Show on ESPN Radio. I've been listening to him and you know whoever his co-host has been for the past three or four years uh and uh he's got this segment it's called over under properly rated and when you say uh women's basketball i want to hit a drop that goes underrated (laughs) um what i think i love about it um is just the finesse of the game the girls really know how to play and this goes back with my background in lacrosse uh, grew up playing lacrosse. I started playing in the fifth grade. Um, women lacrosse players are way better at the fundamentals. Um, they're way better at stick work. They're way better at catching. They're way better at passing um, because they don't, uh, in lacrosse, their sticks can't just carry the ball 
yeah. and they can't just have a deep pocket. Right. That's impossible that to check. That takes some skill. Yeah. yeah. And people they, need, yeah. And I think that's the same thing with, 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 uh, with women's basketball. Um, like I said, there's more finesse to it. Um, I think the skill players are way more, they're really good at their skill, but they're also well-balanced as well. We also had a really awesome team this year, and I, I, uh, I'm really fortunate to work with a program that has some history behind it. Um, our head coach, Joy Lee McNellis, played for us, um, and she lives and breathes Southern Miss basketball. Um, she was at Memphis before coming to Southern Miss, and she just finished, um, I can't remember if it's 12th or 13th season at Southern Miss, but we were pr- picked to finish... Uh, eighth preseason, and we ended up uh, going to the conference championship game. Unfortunately, we lost, um, but I just fell in love with it. We had some awesome players again, and our coaching staff, and uh, the other part with it. Oh, and we're getting some lightning, so yeah, we might so get we some. We got some uh, storms, so if you hear any sort of like thunder in the background, I turned off the AC. <laughs> so you know, I those are the elements that you can control. You're on my podcasting channel, so yes. you, you got to control what you can control. That blunt thunder, I can't. Control, yes, so, but anyway, continue. Um, but uh, um had some awesome players we had an awesome point guard who won defensive player of the year um and she was all cusa and um i the other thing that i that i like about women's basketball versus men's basketball is men's basketball especially collegiate basketball it's like okay i'm gonna drive to the rack and i'm gonna dunk it and i'm gonna get fouled and if i'm not fouled then i'm gonna complain about it and i feel like there's just so many whistles in men's basketball and i feel like women's basketball the game flows really well yeah that's, that's completely fair. So let's get into uh, talking about some Coach Sider stuff. I yeah. mean, we could talk about stuff all day long. Yes, we could. But um, let's uh, let's go ahead, and I just want to talk about your kind of like anxiety or emotions or yeah. maybe even some uh, fantasies or perceptions you had about Coach Sida. So what 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 did you think of Coach Sida? What was it going to be like on your car ride down here? I yeah. took a plane down here. You drove. Down. Yeah, I, I drove from Hattiesburg. I was so nervous. I kept telling my wife when I was packing – like, A, I started packing two weeks ago, and, like, I was like, okay, I'm going to wear this on this day, wear this on this day, wear this on this day, and then I'm also going to bring this, this, and this. Just, I had no idea what to expect, because I, I didn't work in a sports information office um, during my undergrad, which which I feel like, oh, like, a vast majority of the people here have, yeah. and so they kind of get, like, a little sample of COSIDA, um, well, if their school participates in COSIDA, if their school doesn't taste uh, uh, participate in it, they get they get a taste of it. Um, but I really had no idea what to expect. But I was nervous. But I was really excited too because I would get to meet people like you and Chris Downey and meet other and uh, see people again from the conference. Uh, get to spend time. Uh, I, did, I wasn't the only one from Southern Miss. Uh, my coworker David Cohen came. Um, so I got to hang out with him. His dad's an SID. Uh, I got to spend time with him. Uh, it's just. It, I was really excited, and I'm a very personable to overexcited person. Right. But uh, <laughs> I was excited to be around people that share my same interest right. because my friends, like my friend, my best friend works in sales. My other best friend uh, works in addiction recovery. My other best friend is. Um, you know, he works at a mountain climbing pro shop. Um, so none of them are really involved with sports and none of them know what I do. So they're like, so Sterling, when are you going to start working for Sports Illustrated? Yeah. And it's like, no, that's that's kind of not what I do. But anyhow, we're, I'm just going to ignore that because it's a long story explaining it. But to answer your, your question again, yeah. uh, it's just being around people that were that share similar interests and know what I'm doing day to day. That's what I was most excited about. All right. So now I want to go through day by day. Yeah. So uh, 
we can do this. Uh, we'll, let's do snake draft type of thing. Yeah. So I'll go first, then okay. you go, then you yeah. go again. So let's talk about Sunday real fast. Yeah. Uh, Sunday for me, I, I figured that it was more geared towards at least the things that I attended. Professional development, interviewing, uh, resumes, uh, your name on paper. Yeah. We, I haven't yes. met you at that point. But yeah, we, we were met on Sunday. Was that on Sunday we that met? Was it's on been, Sunday. Okay, okay. It's been a couple okay. days. It's been a blur. Yeah. So um, I think that was, that was more, more or less it. And I think, not to... I mean, anything we say, Cosite is fantastic. I don't want to leave. My flight is tomorrow morning, and, I, and I'm extremely sad that we are all done here in a couple hours. But um, I feel like that's kind of those professional developed things were kind of reinforced and regurgitated. Uh, it's, you know, through your entire high school, college, sure. they, they tell you these sure. things. But, but the speakers were... Um, you know, geared more towards sports information. One thing that I, I took away from uh, one of the panels that I, I hadn't really thought of was having literally having multiple resumes from multiple different positions. Yeah, I actually took that. Was that representing yourself on paper? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I took that same way. I took that. As yeah, away, that, that was the most important thing I thought because there's been several positions like back in like March and February when I was applying for summer internships and I didn't get any because I only had one resume. I mean, yeah. it, and like you said, what what's the point of of uh, a guy from Drexel, I forget his name, but he said if somebody puts down on the resume, you know, I worked with football, you know, what's it matter? Drexel doesn't have football, things like that. Those, those are the types of things I took away from, from Sunday. So what, what about you? Yeah, no, uh, I Sunday when I got here, I was really scared. I showed up. Stuff programming didn't start till 1230. I got here at like 845. Yeah, I was so amped to be here. <laughs> and I just sat in the lobby and I was like, who am I going to meet? Like, I don't know anyone. Uh, but I ended up meeting uh, two other um, people and we, we talked for like an hour and a half. Um, but I actually really liked that um, – how to uh, represent yourself on paper because um, like you said, the multiple resumes, I feel like if there's a job that is geared towards more social media, I need to add more social media stuff to my resume. Um, this past, uh, you know, the past month and a half and a month and a half or so, I've been doing the baseball uh, right, Twitter yeah. uh, and I always do the women's basketball and always do the women's golf. But um, you know, if there's a job, that focuses more on social media or it's a school that is very heavy on social media, I'm going to make sure I add some points in my resume and my cover letter that say like, hey, I have experience doing X, Y, and Z with social media and these things that I did at a conference tournament or at the NCAA tournament can right. help this school in this way. Right. Yeah. So what about Monday? You go ahead first. Um, honestly, I'm going to have to... What, 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 it was what more, went down okay. on Monday? Mon Monday. I, I, maybe I should grab my... I'm going to grab my planner. Okay. Well, I'll just go ahead and say Monday for me. Monday for me... More or less crisis communication and, cr and working uh, in the workplace during a crisis. And, and as we discussed that, all that sort of stuff is going to be important in those hot button topics. Um, that hot button, yes. yeah, that, that was I, one of my favorite ones. I that, liked that, that one. My actually favorite one was working with high profile coaches. Yeah, I did um, not go to that. But. Uh, and I felt like, um, though, m my head women's basketball coach and my head head golf coach, they're not necessarily high profile because everyone knows their names, but they have I think they have very high profile personalities. Right. They are winners, um, and it really helped me uh, really understand some things that I can uh, try to do different this coming season to help those two sports really succeed, um, especially with knowing some of the coaches' superstitions. 
Um, that was one thing I have that underlined in my notes and I haven't started. <laughs> no, they're superstitions. Um, and then there's some other things that um, – man, I really wish I could remember people's names, but he is the basketball SID at, uh, at North Carolina. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. And uh, he was saying that when he talks to Roy Williams after games or when he first started there, he made sure he gave Coach the statistics that Coach Williams – like is key on. Right. So I'm going to make sure uh, my uh, coaches, uh, Coach McNellis is, is, is very high on um, rebounds and turnovers. So I'm going to make sure that when she leaves the court, um, she already knows those. Because she knows those when she gets back to the locker room and she looks at the stats, but I'm going to make sure that I tell her when she leaves the court. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the, the crisis communication was, was all the things that I went through at that entire day and we even went to one I believe this I think it was this morning or yesterday morning it was kind of one rogue one just kind of out there me and James did but um one thing that that really stood out to me during that hot button topics was being prepared for things that haven't yet hit college athletics and, and uh foodborne illnesses you would have never yes. have thought about that yes. do you have a plan in place if, if there's bad food in your stadium yes and things like that and I just I just yeah those, those were some of the things that that I took away you know, preparation. You you can't stop a well. You can, but you can't stop a big crisis from happening. And they emphasize, you know, social media surveillance. Not really surveillance, but I can't yeah. think of any other word on your student athletes. And when these uh, things like sexual assault happen, nobody's keeping their mouth shut. Yeah. And if you on social media, the behaviors are reflected, and that's yes. and that's you know a lot of SIDs here do a great job of telling their uh, athletes. You know, you better have a good presence, and I think for the most part, people have have gotten that. But there are some people that just don't get it, and you can tell what kind of behaviors are going on when you see those behaviors on social media. Yeah, it's it's the same reflecting in there. But um, okay, let's move on to Tuesday. Tuesday for me was all about content creation. Yes, and this was a day that I was looking forward to. Yes, for weeks. Yes, because I went to a, a style guide with the SID from uh, Cal State uh, Domingo Hills. And then um, the uh, assistant AD for, I believe it was like marketing or something like that, okay. for the University of North Carolina. Yeah. That style guide was, was fantastic for me. I even went to the one with uh, building a social media presence and, yes. and those types of things. And I'm always, I'm a big, my, my listeners know that I'm a big brand type of guy. We've talked about branding in the past couple episodes and... Um, like I said, this was a day I was looking forward to, and especially getting to hear North Carolina the way they did it, and the long process that it took when the when they did some like reflection research on themselves, they realized that they were all over the place when it came to an identity. So it was interesting to hear how they kind of evolved over, you know, time to get that. Uh, basically, you're just down to Carolina blue. Yeah. And white. Yes. And then with the, you can have like, I think he said that you can have an alternate uh, once on the road, once yeah. at home. Yeah. So they took in blue and gray or, or pink or whatever, you know, just just those types of things uh, from a marketing standpoint that um that they did. And then my podcasting panel, which I was very. It was off the hook. It was off the hook. It was. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't expecting as many people there. I really, I really had no idea how many people were going to be there. That first session, maybe about 50. Second session, maybe about 40. And then the, the one that you guys were in was about 30 to 40-ish. Yeah. So uh, I was happy with the turnout. Um, like I said, I have to thank John Rubin. Um, we, we had, I had no idea what to expect when I was, when I was presenting. Um, I don't get nervous. I was nervous. 
for that sort of thing. And I was just sitting there in the chair and I was holding the, the microphone with the Cosida flag on it. And I'm looking out and I'm seeing these like logos on the shirts that are yeah. walking in. Yeah. James Madison, Arizona, Western Kentucky. It's some big guns in there. It's a big gun. Yeah, there's some big guns in there. And I'm sitting here like, I've had this podcast since October. I'm 22 and, you know, should I really be up here? And I had those moments of doubts. But once I started getting rolling and people people like started to take that in, I saw people taking notes on things that I was saying. And that was kind of a proud moment for me. And and I started thinking about the future of SIDcast and the future of where we can take this thing. And and I realized at that moment, being in that panel, the, the special thing that we have going on here. So um, that that's what Tuesday was for me. How about you? Tuesday, I really enjoyed there was a social media analytics one, which I haven't... I haven't... Sorry, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of my words. Oh, you're perfect. Goodbye. I haven't um, experienced too much of that because all of my experience in sports information before coming to Southern Miss in the professional world was really one tracked. Right. And in the collegiate level, you wear so many hats. You wear a marketer hat. You wear a graphic design hat. You wear a PR hat. You wear a social media hat. You do all those. When I was in the professional world, I was just wearing a PR hat, and pretty much my PR hat was. Quotes and game notes. Like, right, yeah. that's really all I did. So, but in collegiate athletics, social media is such a huge thing. Um, and so I really want to beef our women's basketball and women's golf social media. And so sometimes when I post things, I'm like, I'm just throwing this out there because I don't have anything to do on my to-do list right now. So right, let's yeah. hope people see this. Right. And that's, um, that was one thing that they talked about in uh, the, the social media strategy was, are you just doing it to do it or is there a purpose behind yeah. it? Yeah. And it, and it gave me some good ideas to do with my recaps. Like, I think I'm always going to post my recaps, um, you know, right when the game is over, but I think I might post them again the next day uh-huh. um, if it's a win. Um, also, like, um, uh, just um, knowing, uh, again, knowing when the target audience is on and when they're going to see it and what they're going to see. And then I talked um, with, uh, and this was actually after um, another one, but I talked with Jill, who's the women's basketball SID at Baylor. Um, and her and I both talked about how our audiences are very similar with women's basketball. It's kind of an older audience. Right, yeah. They're still on social media, um, but they're kind of more on Facebook. Yes, and like tra- I would say traditional. Almost, yeah. You know. Yeah, and a lot of the things are the same that I post on Twitter that I'm going to post on Facebook, but now I'm going to have to actually put forth a little bit of effort to Twitter is going to be gauged to our younger audience, our students that are at Southern Miss and then the, uh, uh, and recruits where Facebook is maybe going to be for our older audience and players, parents and relatives. So I think I'm going to, I'm going to have to put forth some effort in these next coming weeks to come up with some ideas of how to do the two platforms differently. Yeah. So, and, and do you want to talk about Wednesday? I mean, you just got here. for. Yeah, I just got here. My, my <laughs> wife and son flew into town last night at midnight. We got home back to our place at two and my son was like hey let's party and he didn't go to bed till four. Oh, it was a nightmare but um what i took away going from the luncheon is that there are a lot of people in this industry that have given their life their blood right, yeah their everything for this and it is so awesome and you know 24 years from now i hope that i'm up on that podium you know, and someone is talking to me about who influenced me and that what I've seen the the platform change. Like I am so 
pumped up <laughs> to go back to Hattiesburg and go back to campus and have this next year come mm-hmm. and, you know, go through this notebook that I bought the night before it started um, and go through this and see what I can take away um, to not only help this next year, but help my career as well. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, Wednesday, obviously today is Wednesday. I don't know when this is going to be coming out, but um, Wednesday, I, I the big one that stood out, I, I sat there and the me and or James and I were in that royal uh, conference room for like three, four hours, just <laughs> listening to one right after the other. And one of my favorite ones was the uh, your to-do list uh-huh. and not trying to be overworked and everything. And that is something that I constantly do personally, is I stretch myself thin. I try and do way too much. And that's what uh, Clay at Evansville, Clay, you tell me this all the time, you know, you're stretching yourself too thin. And when I was telling you ideas and things that I wanted to do and all these things that I wanted to do professionally, you're like... You, don't do too much. You'll strain yourself, and that's and that's something that I I do do to myself. And then um, with the speakers, they they kept you know reinforcing you know take time yourself. Kenny takes sometimes he takes ninety minutes, sometimes he take a hundred or not a hundred, but an hour forty five minute long lunch. Yeah. And he works out every single morning. Yeah. And that's and that's important to take time to yourself. And that's something that I don't usually do. And that's something that I'm gonna try and do. Uh, from here on out, but yeah, the luncheon, like you said, there there are people that dedicate their lives to this, and, and those people I've never met Andy Seeley from University of Central Florida, who is um, well now former Cosida president, and when he was walking across the stage after he said thanks to listening to my BS, you know, just kind of that little little tidbit as he said his final sentence as Cosida president, um, I, I was kind of like. Wow, that guy has hit dedicated. Hit me right in the feels. Yeah, hit me right the in the happy fields. sads. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, that guy, you know, he's dedicated a lot to this. When he gets it, when like he, these people, they all get it, right. and that's one thing that you know I want. I hope people, when I interact with people, you know, next year, two years, five years, ten years, fifteen, I hope they can be like that Sterling guy. He gets it. Yeah, yeah, and that, that's that's what I hope for too. So, um, do you want to talk about the five k real fast, man? The five k was awesome. <laughs> the five k so, was great. I didn't know that the five k. I didn't know that there was a five k, but um, uh, uh, Kylie from UAB, who is uh, in the conference with with myself, uh, was tweeting about it um, with uh, Liv from Eastern Carolina, and I was like, "Oh, there's a five k." Signed up immediately, <laughs> ran it. It was a million percent humidity, and it's yeah. it's humid in Mississippi. But this was this like, is terrible. This was like this is you, horrible. You know, like that Seinfeld quote was like it's like a sauna in here. <laughs> yeah. Like it was like running in a sauna. But well, people got to understand, we were at six thirty in the morning. Yeah, the race started at six forty-five, and I got up at five a.m. to kind of like go out, you know, find the course, do my do my uh, warm up run, and I looked at my my phone and it says 74 degrees i'm like oh i can do that you know it's 74 degrees yeah it gets to be about 10 11 o'clock back home in yeah. indiana and then i looked at humidity a hundred percent humidity so yeah we went we went down there and I, I met you down there and um did the race um your boy here I got, is a uh, stellar runner yeah i got i got second <laughs> but i got second by uh you know not i wouldn't say questionable but some uh some so a little bit of a different circumstance this is actually not this is my second straight 5k where uh the course has been wrong where it has you're running so fast that it's not <laughs> set up yet yeah people they they forgot to put the cones up is what it was and eric run forest run yeah and eric from uh, fresno state he he and i just kept going and then I heard, I guess Jason Hendricks was behind us, and he said that that's when that she put up the cones, and we were already past her. 
So, so I, in total, do you think you did four miles? I, I did three. I stopped at okay. three. And I stopped at three when, you know, all 200 people were passing me going the other way. Yeah. And I'm like, where am I going? Where is the golf cart? So I walked back and I, and I was kind of mad and I, and I handed it to, the, I ripped off my number and I handed it to uh, the organizers and I'm like, what what the heck was that type of thing? So, um, yeah, they gave me second, so I'm really proud of that. But. I wish I had been so far behind you, so I could have witnessed that. <laughs> no, you did not want to witness. <laughs> I felt bad for everybody who was standing around me, but uh, yeah, I thought the 5K was really fun. So, um, what surprised you, and what did you like about Cosida? This Just thing has been thing. so awesome. Yeah. But the thing that surprised me most, and I think I already told this to to you, is how. Not supportive, but how friendly everyone has been. Like everyone here, it doesn't matter if they're Division One at the biggest Division One, if they're at the smallest Division One, if they're at the smallest Division Two, if they're at the smallest Division Three. Uh, everyone is so friendly and so nice, and they want to help you. Nobody's out to get you right. in this industry. Right. Like everybody's a big brother sisterhood. Like we all the, uh, watch. Yeah, each it's like a backs. fraternity and sorority. Is basically what it is. Yeah, yeah. And that's why that's why I enjoy about it too. So um, biggest surprise to me. Uh, it's gonna be this building. I did not this know place is gigantic. that it was gonna be massive. The the running trail around here, when I was doing my run, not yesterday, but the day before, I decided to run outside mistakenly mistakenly, excuse me. But um it was a mile and a quarter all the way around on that running trail. It was a mile and a quarter. I got close <laughs> to the to the to the microphone there because I had to emphasize that this place is massive. But that was, what about some things that disappointed you? Uh, I don't think there were any disappoint. Like I wouldn't. See, I think disappointment is is the wrong word. But as a first timer, I felt like I was a little like out of the loop. Yeah. Um, because there were some people that were like, "Oh my gosh," you know, and they did their secret handshake. No, there weren't any secret handshakes. <laughs> but um, I just felt like I was a little lost at the social events. Like I didn't know anyone, and um. You know, like I said, I came with someone from from uh, from Southern Miss, but uh, he was he was with other people, so I really kind of didn't know what to do. But luckily, I met you and yeah. James because if I didn't, I would have been SOL and I like <laughs> would have just like sat in the corner. Um, but um, I just I wish I had at the beginning made just a more concerted effort to. Uh, make sure I meet up with people uh-huh. um, so that I could have a core group. Uh-huh. But um, it, it turned it turned out well. Yeah. I want to do anything. I, I there's nothing I would change. Yeah, I didn't really have any uh disappointments. Um uh the, well, I will say this, the scheduling portion because when uh J- Kenny was doing his panel and I think it was over scheduling your work week and I think you were gone and it was just James and I and we had to leave early to get to speed networking. And that, okay, that was yeah, yes. and it was a really good panel, and I was kind of disappointed that we had to leave. Yeah, yeah. So it, it was like overlap, and that's something I think can be fixed. But this is a huge conference. This, since this we, place, uh, it takes it. It'll, it's going to take us how long to get back to the main pro? Like what from your room? It's going to be what a fifteen minute walk. It's going to be like a 10, 15 minute walk to, to get down back to like Sago and Royal yeah. and all those. So um, yeah, that that was one thing that I would say. Um, and that would be, let's just go ahead and knock this one out. Suggestions for next time, I would just say schedule better. 
Uh, I'm not not saying oh, that like you're like for the for the conference or for like different panels or for uh, Cosida 2018. I would love to see, and I heard that if you suggest in, they're gonna make you do it next year. So hopefully nobody hears this, but I really wanted to see one on game notes. That's one thing that I want my game notes to be better. Now there was one on game programs, which right, yeah. really helped, and I was really pumped. I went to that one because it gave me some really cool ideas. Um, but I really want to see one on game notes of how to make the most out of my game notes. Um, and I guess this is like the golden question, but how to make the most of them and spend the least amount of time on them. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So kind of like that prioritizing yeah. type of thing. Not not like jamming it with crap. Yes. Yeah, yeah I understand that sort of thing. So um, real quick, top two or three panels. Ooh, I really liked how to represent yourself on paper. Yeah. And I really liked should I stay or should I go, which I don't think Liv as the moderator originally thought it was going to turn into the way that it did. But it was sports information directors that had unique situations where it be a family situation, whether it be working a second job and how they made it work. And a lot of them talked about their families. Um, and right, yeah. I have a family and it was really encouraging and sometimes it's not encouraging because when you know I come home from a home game and my son's already been asleep for two and a half hours and you know I didn't I'd like you know maybe I didn't see there, there have been a couple of days where I have not seen my son because he's still been asleep when I leave for work and he's asleep when I come <laughs> when I come home um, and then my wife will be like oh we're bummed like we went to the zoo without you and whatnot but um Seeing these S these other SIDs that are married um, or they have children and uh-huh. seeing them be successful and uh, uh, them talking about their families really kind of lifted my spirits up and really made me. You're not the only one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't. Ha- I'm, I'm nowhere close to being a father, <laughs> but you know, I know I know that you're not the only one. Um, I met a nice gentleman from Forum who said that uh, you know, like you said, as this this you know time goes on and you do have a family, he said. When he started having a family, he's like, why would I ever leave Fordham? Yeah. We love it here at Fordham. And Fordham had a, you know, just kind of sort of a really great benefit to where you get free tuition uh, for your children. Yes. That came. But um, yes. yeah, that, yeah, that sort of thing. So I, I understand that. Uh, top two or three for me. Again, I'm a huge content creator. I love I love designing sort of things. I love looking at designs. And I would say that that uh, style guide was one of my favorites. Um, I didn't think that I would enjoy... Um, hot button topics, and I didn't think I would enjoy the one that was what was it? Current issues in NCAA or something. I really like, that one was yeah. really like it, it was informative type of thing. Yeah. It was like eating what are the what's that phrase like eating an elephant with a fork? Yeah, like it was a huge <laughs> issue, and it, you just like had to take it bit by bit. But yeah. afterwards, I was like, whoa, that was that was mind blowing. Like yeah. how, and I didn't take a whole ton of notes because there weren't things like that. But it just like got the cogs. Yeah moving in my brain. Right, and, and it helps you understand the NCAA a little yes. bit. Yes. And the public's perception of the NCAA. Yes. Which is something that that I like, I, I love learning about because I love college athletics, but yes. you know. Um, let's talk about this a little bit. Your son, your family's in town. Yes. Yes, and your son is how old? My son is 14 months old. And his name is? Mark Izzo Randall, and Izzo is after Tom Izzo, and it's his middle name, but we call him Izzo. And they're down at uh, Disney right yeah, now. Yeah, they're at, they're at Disney World right now. My oldest brother, shout out to my brother, Bryce Randall, uh, works as an editor uh, for Disney Animation. Huh. Uh, he gets free tickets. He said, oh, you're going to Orlando? Boom, boom, oh. here's some free Disney World tickets. So my wife and son are there right now. 
now enjoying Disney World in the rain. Uh, and then tomorrow we're going to go uh, as a family. And I'm really pumped to go yeah. to, to Disney World. Uh, I grew up in Southern California. Um, and I grew up going to Disneyland. Um, and Disney's kind of like always been a part of my life. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm really excited to introduce me and my son both have matching Winnie the Pooh vans that we're wearing tomorrow. My wife went and bought us all Disney shirts. So I'm really <laughs> excited to geek out at Disney tomorrow. That yeah, sounds good. So uh, when he gets older, how are you going to explain what you do? Um, oh, I'm not going to have to explain because he's going to be there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, like uh, who was it? Latonia from uh, Texas A&M Prairie View was like, my daughters know how to input soccer. And that's, I wrote down, I was like, I, like, I want to find the note. I think I, it said, utilize Izzo at work when I can. Um, yeah, we're, yeah, involve Izzo with my work when he's older. <laughs> so, like, I'm, he's going to, like, if I'm doing basketball, he's going to come, he's going to run stats, you you know, afterwards, yeah. I'll show him how to pack the game file. Yeah. Um, maybe he'll, and he, uh, he's already, him and my wife already come to home basketball games and he comes with me when I go deliver box scores to the media. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna, he's gonna be there. You know, I, I'll love taking him into my office and he can go, you know, I know every SID has a big old metal cabinet with media guides going back to the 1700s. <laughs> he's like gonna go through and be, and be like, oh my gosh, like yeah. this is so cool. Look how old this is and yada, yada, yada. And you're like, I know, I put him there. Yeah. But, you know, and I'll be yeah. like, look at your photo, dad. You had hair. <laughs> but yeah, um, well, I'm happy that they're here and I'm happy you guys are gonna Thank you. Uh, have a great a nice vacation in Orlando we gotta go back I gotta go back to Indiana tomorrow morning so <laughs> um, uh, restaurant recommendations next time someone's in Hattiesburg oh Hattiesburg oh what are they what are they looking for oh it depends on everything it really depends okay so me and my wife are big burger peeps uh-huh. so hit up Ed's Burger Joint um, right there on Hardy Street it's almost it's really close to campus uh, if you're in obviously you're in Mississippi um, even though we're not New Orleans, we do love the Cajun food. Uh, we're 45 minutes from the Gulf, so our seafood is freaky fresh. Um, check out Crescent City. Um, really good po' boys there. Um, honestly, I don't think there's a restaurant in Hattiesburg that we have met that we don't like yet. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, hit up eggs. Uh, eggs. eggs. Eds or... <laughs> you can or, get eggs anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> eds or Crescent City, and they're both right next door to each other. Okay, cool. So uh, next time someone wanted to, like, you know, follow up on this, or obviously you're going to follow up on some people that you met at yes. Cosida. So uh, getting in touch with you, what's the best way that yeah, you Yeah, hit it? me up on the Twitterverse. Um, I'm on Twitter way too much. My um, handle is at uh, SterlingUSM, S-T-E-R-L-I-N-G-U-S-M. Um yeah, hit me up. Give me a follow. I didn't bring any business cards, so I was just chucking follows to people. Uh, you know, not that I'm on team follow back, but I will follow you back. Yeah, okay. That, that's that's fair. Well, thank you, Sterling, for coming on. Thank you. Uh, I was hoping to get James on, but James had to uh, get to some uh, video editing things that he wanted to see, so I completely understand that. Uh, James, six foot ten. It's hard to miss. Yeah, he's hard to miss. Shortest SID in the game <laughs> at Nebraska. Uh, uh, good guy. Um, yeah, hoping to get him on a little bit later, but he's just busy right now. So uh, thank you all for listening to this special edition of SID Cast. Uh, I do want to explain myself a little bit as to why you haven't heard any summer series. Apple. Oh, okay, I can't say this. I've got, <laughs> yeah, because considering we're recording on an Apple device and I have you know my podcast on Apple. But um, yeah, we, we had some difficulties. Uh, my phone would 
charge very slowly, and it's been kind of off again, off again since it's turned back on, uh, where it, where it came back to life here, and I guess it took it a plane flight to do that. <laughs> so um, the humidity made it. The work. humidity turned it back on. So um, actually, that was the uh, the day that I figured it out that it would turn back on was the uh, was the five k. So um, yeah, it, it would charge real slowly, and then all of a sudden it just. So my phone wouldn't charge at all, and, and again, I, I am really, really sorry. I went to the Apple store, and I tried, I tried to get them to fix it. Long story short, they, uh, you know, a little unhelpful, but we are back right now. My phone did resurrect itself, uh, ironically, on the day of the podcast panel. So, so uh, thank you to everybody here at Cosida that actually helped me troubleshoot that problem. I'm very, very happy about it. So, um, yeah, a uh, little housekeeping stuff before we go. Again. Follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook using backslash Sports Infocast. That's Sports Infocast. And as always, you can uh, email me anytime, anywhere at sportsinfocast at gmail.com. And my personal Twitter, uh, people seem to just find me anyway. So, <laughs> uh, so it doesn't really matter. At David Gibson underscore XC. So uh, thank you all for listening. And again, be sure to look out in August for SIDcast Little Brother, as well as a new network that we are coming up with. So thank you all for listening. And we hope to catch you all in the next episode.